yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bring it in like this, Miriam Tazi. This is smooth. Yeah, I thought I would switch it up a little bit. There it is. What's up, people? How y'all doing? <laughs> I don't even know how to even bring it in like this. <laughs> how y'all doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Miriam Tazi in the house. What's up, Malcolm mm, Riddle? Mm, mm. That's right. We're bringing it in. We're doing a little jazzy today. Thought we'd switch it up. Like I said before, in the last American Real podcast. What did we say? I said, you know, we're going to experiment with a couple different uh, themes. You know? I like this one, though. Me too. You know, if you're going to bring it in, you're going to bring it in funky. It's not that funky, though. It's fresh. (laughs) You just want to say funky fresh. (laughs) (laughs) it's No, it's nice. I like this, too. The other one had a lot of, like... It's booming your face. Yeah, it's a good like way to close, though, after yeah. listening to the show. You listened to the show? I did. Did you? What did you think of the last show? I just I thought it was funny that you left your whole like sound check breakdown thing on. I thought you were going to edit some of that out. No. But no, you left the whole... No. I was, I was very frustrated. <laughs> I think it's funny, but I'm just... I'm kind of glad that other people get to see or hear, you know, what I experience. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm usually off the air. I'm you're like, pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> you're so mad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's Malcolm. That's real Malcolm, too. Well, know, it's a raw production. Very like, raw. You know what I mean? Very, if, very if pro- raw. If you're producing a show, you want to... At least this is my philosophy. I want to bring the audience into the show, into because the, they're basically giving us their time as we are giving our time to them. That's so true. it's a symbiotic relationship. <clears throat> so within that, I don't want to cut anything out of it if it can be afforded. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know you. You told me your philosophy about this. What I say? Just that? Just kind of, yeah, pretty much that you just want you know all of it, and it's you can also tell when there's editing, and it's just kind of off-putting you know i I think there's podcasts i think there's podcasts that you can do uh that uh that need editing you know what i mean there there are serious there's political podcasts out there medical podcasts you know you don't want to hear them messing up sports podcasts and stuff like that yeah there's certain ones out there that that they spend hours and hours um on uh getting contact uh, content to you like fresh air is one i was just listening to and then one that i i was listening to about the uh um about the mongolian empire oh, was uh, dan carlin's hardcore history yeah i mean i'm listening right now I've, I've moved past the mongolian empire which is if you guys get a chance to listen to uh it's called wrath of the cons but he's got another one called blueprint for the for Arm- armageddon i'm on number three now Last one I went through was three hours and 22 minutes. So stuff like that, you have to, there's a lot of prep. There's a lot of research that goes into it. So of course there's going to be editing, but you know, we're just, we're just putting on a show where we're free and none of it's rehearsed. No. Right. (laughs) Do I have, do I, what's the percentage of time that I give you advance notice on stuff? You don't even really give me advance notice, but you'll send me a text, you know, like a couple hours before and be like, oh yeah, can you do some research on this? Yeah, random but, subject, but I'm but like, I'm talking about just overall the never, body of content. No, no, there's none. Never, there's any, none. No, zip. You're like just keep up. That's Zero. Kind of the only advice you give me. Yeah, hold on for the ride. <laughs> you know, I hear all these other podcast shows. I've I've known a few of them that went started and then quit. I mean, quit and you have to be consistent. But they complain about uh, having stuff to say. 
like they run out of stuff to say. Oh. Like, how could that even be? Like, just with life itself. Everything that life goes on, I, I've got a thousand things I could jam in easily to an and hour. That's also your mind works a mile a minute. Like, you are, you know, you just, you just think a lot. So, there's always a lot going on. You have a lot of jobs. I mean, you're just always on the move, so... There's always something going on. Yeah, you interact with a lot of people, so there's a lot of stories and weird, weird things. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, when you, when you think about it, you can't, at least I can't, I don't, I would feel, I feel like I was robbing the audience from... I, I, I dep- <laughs> Why air quotes for audience? I would deprive the audience, hmm. uh, the... Uh, you know, the chance to actually get something this raw and uncut. I think that's funny, too. But, yeah, I left it in. It was funny. But I just, you know. Yeah. And then the Showtime Supreme calling in. I mean, what are, well, the, then- <laughs> what are the chances of that happening two times on back-to-back episodes? Like, I know I mean, you, everyone has <laughs> heard me complain about it. They, I, I let everyone know. Call in at 2.30. Call in at 3.30. Call in at whatever time the show's starting. This, this is the time. Either I'm going to call you or you call me. No one's ready. But still, I'm just going to I'm just going to leave it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're if you're eating noodles or if you're on the road <laughs> or or whatever. I mean, that's just that's just the way to That's just how it goes down on this show, people. All natural. It's, it's got to be that way. <laughs> At least with this podcast. Uh, I've been I've been brainstorming about doing another podcast that I want to produce, and I think I'm going to do that one where it's going to be a little bit more focused based, and uh, that's going to be a podcast on one specific subject, which is BDP, Boogie Down Productions, KRS One podcast. Now you say, Malcolm, why would you want to do a KRS One podcast? Because I like KRS One, and that's just it. <laughs> that's it. Whatever happened to the Tom Cruise one? I'm going to do that one too at some point. Oh. <clears throat> specific. You know what I mean? That's yeah, I could do specific. I could do I could do one on Tom Cruise. I could just I could start from the beginning. You know what I mean? That would be good, but I just don't have time. Like, I know. Tom Cruise makes me excited. I, I can tell like <laughs> your tone just changed. His whole body language too. He just got like real peppy. Real pet. Fucking Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and KRS-One. Maybe I should just do a uh, what an interesting KRS Cruise. Maybe I call it KRS Cruise. I don't know if they would like that. Huh? Who cares? <laughs> they, they don't might not like this one. I might have one listener. <laughs> someone out there, someone out there will listen. Think about it, right? Yeah. That's a hell of a combo, and it, it'd be a good conversation piece. You have a what? <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's what's your podcast about? Tom Cruise and KRS One. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Yeah, would definitely get a second. You know, I was like, what's this? That might be a good idea because think about this for a second. Tom Cruise Mm. and Karis One, their careers basically started around the same time. In the early 80s, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's the link. (laughs) That's it. That's all you need. Something to. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) That might work, though. I'm sure you could make it work. What do you people think? You people listening. Find out. I wonder what they think. They should call in that number so that they can give you their opinion. That's right. That's that number. You guys need to call in. Last last week, I posted uh, uh, a uh, number, which is basically the American Riddle number. You just call in. You leave a message. It's really simple. The number, I'll give it to you again, 
is four two four. You don't have to. I don't have to tell you. It's a one in front of it, right? We all get that. You don't have well, to. Well, you that. might need to tell people that that's needed. Why? Just it's better. Okay. Just more informed. One four two four. Why? One four two four two four eight nine two six two. Again, that's one four two four two four eight nine two six two. When you call this number, here's what I want people to do. It's really simple. You call in. You know, one of the things I found out is that some people are kind of they want to be involved in a podcast, or they have something they want to say, or they want to give feedback. Uh, or they want me to talk about some specific subject, whatever it is. Or they just want to give kudos. Kudos, right? It's kudos. kudos. I know you're about to say something. The uh, <laughs> I just moved. The uh, This gives you a clear, opportune chance to do so. Yeah. You can just call in, leave your name, your alias, or AKA, because you might not want to give your real name. I don't mm. know. Maybe you work for the government. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe your maybe your man doesn't want you broadcasting <laughs> stuff online, or your woman, or significant other, or whomever it might be, or or, or, or whatever the case is. But you just you, you you just might feel compelled to uh, call four two four two four eight nine two six two and drop some science. It could be a short. It could be just a, a quick shout out. Say yo, I'm calling in from, you know what I mean, Kentucky. You know what I mean? I'm calling in. What are you laughing at? I'm calling in from Kentucky. That's how we say it. Kentucky. Oh. You know what I mean? We say uh, Kentucky, <laughs> giving a shout out to American Riddle Podcast. You know, Domino motherfucker. That might just be your your shout out, right? That works. People, you could even call. Now, what if somebody's calling in from an international community? Well, see, then, I have. Yeah. And I've, how would they call in? They can still, because it's a, I think they can still call in the same way. Yeah, because I haven't, you know, I don't know if you know this, because I, I get all, I get all the information daily, you know what I mean? I'm getting, uh, I'm, get, I'm getting faxes, and I'm getting emails, oh. <laughs> and I'm getting, I'm getting all this, it floods of digital information from all different forms of communique, mm. right, about the American Riddle podcast. It's no joke. I'm telling you, I get on my phone updates all over the world. It shows me a map. Like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a, a bigger flat screen than you see right here in the studio. Probably gonna get, you know, maybe a couple fifty fives. And that way you can see the globe and the hotline with the people that are listening right now. <laughs> She's so grandiose. She's you, you laughing, huh? I mean, you know, that's a great idea. I totally it's think already, that, it's already know, happening. It's, it's yeah, happening we're getting there. I mean, what do you see right there? There is a screen. Huh? We talked about it last time, but you said that it, I was distracted. It is a little distracting. I'll get used to it. Yeah, you will. But a 55 would be real distracting. Just then that's the studio. It's going to be like the Batcave. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It yeah, sounds it's like, be like the Batcave. Super high tech. So that way you can see. So if someone's calling in from around the world, they could call in on the number in theory, right? Yeah. Right? No, definitely. Like, you can definitely, anybody can call in, but then, like, I would have, like, for example... So somebody from Finland called in. <laughs> well, Ooh. someone from Finland would call in. I would I would think someone like my mother or something would just be like, thank you, you know. Um, thank you for entertaining me while I'm stuck at home and because of this horrible But how would they weather. say it in their language? Oh, yeah, how would they say, say Yeah, yeah. No, want, I want to hear it in English. You, I want to hear... My mom would, but she would I'm say... Not talking about your mom. I'm not talking about your mom. I'm talking about anyone <laughs> in the world. Like, how would they say no, it in their native tongue? No, but they speak English in Finland. They do? Yes. No. But Everybody how, speaks English. But I want you to speak your native tongue. You know what I mean? If you're talking, from, if you're calling in from the hood, from Flint, Michigan, not that all of Flint is the hood, but if you're calling in, I want you to speak hood to me. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're just saying American Riddle in Finnish, you don't have to say that. You can, you, you, you'll, 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 how do you say Harrison Ford in Finland? In, 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 
Yeah. In French, though, yeah. you like it in French. Uh, Arison Ford. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So it's the same concept. Yeah. No, it, it's, it, would be, it would be cute. It would be cute to hear different people from around the world. That's what I was telling you when I sent you the message. No, I get that. Yeah. It's just different random things that people will, will call in for. I think it's a good idea that we have that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. So how would it sound in French if someone said, yo, I'm just checking in from France, from Paris? You know From what I mean? Paris. Paris. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't they say Paris? Paris. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> too much too much role on that. Too much role. How do you say it? Paris. Alright, so say it. I want to hear it. Oh, I don't I don't need to look at my phone. You don't need to look at your phone. phone. <laughs> oh, j'appelle de France. J'appelle pour dire que j'écoute American Riddle. There you go. That's how they would say it. <laughs> That's it, people. God damn it. It was like, you know, pulling teeth trying to get this out of this woman. Yeah, but I, I got to get her started. I don't know sometime. if people are going to speak a different language when they call in. Because, I mean, no one's going to call want... in anyway. <laughs> people <laughs> will call in. You'll I hope see. so. You'll I see. I hope so. Let's see. I didn't know you wanted it in a different language. Yeah. So, how would they, if they were checking in from Africa, how would they say it? <laughs> I'm not gonna... Huh? Depends what country. I did it for Burundi, but I don't speak Kirundi. That's what I'm saying. So, you speak uh, what? I speak Moroccan. Then how would, if somebody's calling in from Morocco, what would they say? <laughs> can I eat in Maghreb? Then can snut American riddle? <laughs> That's probably what they would say. <laughs> so again, let's go back to Finland. Uh, how would they check in? I don't know in? how to say it in Finnish, actually. Let me try Just to check think. in. Say hello, whatever they, whatever it is. Moi, makuntelen American riddle. It's all the same. See yeah, I'm in Helsinki. That's what's <laughs> you up. Know? So that's what's up, people. And that's uh, that's what we want. So we want to to encourage you, just call in, give a shout out. You know, if there is something specific or if there's something political you want to talk about, you know, don't 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 leave me no five, ten minute message. But if you want to just uh, call in. You don't have the time to listen to. Yeah, I'll I'll delete it. I'll delete it. (laughs) You know what I mean? So but if you do want to, I may not. I may just play the whole thing. If it's entertaining, you got something you want to say, do it. I encourage it. Are you going to be like playing these messages on the air or no? I'll play them. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. Just ask or I, if you don't want me to play them, I won't. But, you know, you can be as specific as you want. So, again, 424-248-9262. Do it. Use it. That's how we're going to make this thing work. And uh, keep uh, reposting. Some of you, some of you uh, listeners have been posting and reposting on social media, retweeting on Twitter. So, thanks. Uh, thanks for that. I, that... that uh, Gets believe it or not, that increases the views and the uh, you, know, you know different uh, hits on the website. Overall, the circulation it quadruples. I mean, I could I could post something and just might get uh, you know a hundred, two hundred, which is low, of course. This is we're still in our infancy stage of the podcast, but it could you know hit up to a thousand different views and interactions. Uh, from website uh, content and the podcast itself, so it 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 helps when one person shares it and then someone else shares it. Yeah, it really does. So, um, I guess uh, what are you up to? What are you doing? What do you got going on? Me? Yeah, not much. Now, thanks for listening to the podcast. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's it's rare that any of us will go back and listen. Like sometimes I have to spot check certain things for audio hiccups or whatever but uh it's rare that i I'll, was entertained i listened actually, to it. which is is that weird to say i was entertained by us like just <laughs> it is entertaining though it's yeah. funny stuff yeah it was definitely i was laughing out loud quite a bit yeah um, what other part well just you know in general but when <laughs> i i think i sounded a little drunk unfortunately so. well you had a couple yeah <laughs> 
You I d- had a long day, so I kind of wanted to hear what I I did slur some words. A you had bit, a, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I was. But that was good. Checking. No, it was good. It was mm. good. You were hating on all the movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a little aggressive. So you know, right. <clears throat> ain't no wrong with it that. Happens. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there was a, there was a couple films I've and had, a couple I've things. Had a little bit of a rough time lately. Well, I miss my friend. She's going back to Mother Africa. No, she didn't. Where'd she go? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's in Canada now. No. She went. She went to Arizona for her other friends' graduations, and then she's in Canada. But I might see her in June if I go for this wedding. Anique. Anique. Yes, she was staying with uh, Mariam Tazi. For those of you who don't follow every podcast episode, so she yeah. misses her friend. Mm. Yeah, she's a nice person. Yeah, but knowledgeable. Her, well, yeah. So in her country, her home country in East Africa, is actually going through a lot of a struggle right now. The last twenty-four hours have been pretty intense. There was an Data. attempt. You told me to look it up. I was like, I can't. I'm not gonna time. I it's okay. No time I did it. I did it anyway. But um, I was looking. I was following that a little bit yesterday and what today. Happened? There was an attempt of a coup um, against the president because he wants to go for a third term, and uh, the people, you know, disagree. Um, but now, I mean, there's been a lot of confusion, not really knowing, and they're not saying it's an ethnic, you know, issue. But the radio stations and the airports and things were like kind of taken over um and her brother was actually really close to there like he had just left he was having a hard time getting his passport but he left but it's been crazy like where is this at in burundi so east africa in and the, and the, the capital bujumbura and who are the people that try to take it over well you have the military that's kind of taking over <clears throat> but uh we don't know what side you know exactly like things are going we don't know if it's like we, it's they're saying it's not an ethnic thing. I think it's really just more political, you know, and just go, being against the fact that the president wants to go for a third term. So it's kind of like people trying to celebrate. Yeah, three terms. Yeah, but we'll see. You know, um, it's been kind of crazy and a little bit unstable. So I'm just a little worried. And but at least her brother's out of there, thankfully. But still, she's got family there and stuff, and they're trying to like. Either they don't know if they should leave or stay, but there's a lot of it's really unsettled right now. So they don't want it to turn into something else because there was a civil war just in the 90s. It wasn't that long ago. So. Yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah. That's got to be scary. Yeah, and they're not even talking about it on the news here. They're talking about the Amtrak, you know, train that crashed. Which I get that. That's a tragic, you know, thing, but. Well, they won't. If there's no no national interest or something of. There's a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no Americans have died yet in Bujumbura, so there's not going to talk about it, you know? But that's not, it's still a big deal. You it's know? just like the, the earthquake in Nepal. Like, I mean, yeah. it just kind of went over. They rather talk about, uh, uh, they rather, you see a lot on Deflate Gate. You know what I mean? Deflate Gate. You see more uh, about even Denzel than you do about, you know, Denzel some of the. Denzel is making his, 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 his whole. <laughs> don't even get me started sorry, on I'm Denzel. Sorry, but I'm just saying, like, you know, things that are not that important, you know? But he's getting more airwaves and going viral as opposed to, like. Yeah, you. you, you know, I don't know. War. I don't know why that. Well, I mean, we think we have a good idea why that happens, but even back to uh, the, the aforementioned uh, Deflate Gate. I mean, everything's about Tom Brady and and this ball that was uh, deflated for you know half a quarter or something or whatever the case is. I don't follow sports, so I'm not going to try to try to talk on it. But uh, yeah, it's just you, we get so car- caught up in the, in this 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 generation Kardashian, whereas what's really going on in the world doesn't get its due. No, you know, you know, especially it's- when you're supposed to. 
when you're quote unquote supposed to stand for freedom and equality and, and, and human rights and all this stuff. And, you know, exactly. but if it's not any, any general interest in it, then yeah, it's uh it'll get lost. That's yep. for sure. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm trying to show you something. Oh God. It's not letting me. I saw glimpses. It's more Denzel stuff. There. Oh, really? They took Denzel's face. Denzel, for those of you listening, you may have no, heard, you may have not, but if you just hashtag Denzel Washington anywhere, I don't care if it's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, they put in his face from when he was at the fights on everything. So now he's on uh, the cover of uh, Uncle Ben's, Uncle Ben's Rice, and Denzel's face is on it. It's called Uncle Den's. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Denzel is catching a... He's catching a lot of heat. A lot really? of heat. Yeah. Wow. He's uh he's all over the place. Oh god. Yeah, show sure enough. Yep. So oh, yeah. uh yeah, stuff like that, uh unfortunately it it uh, seems to cover up what's really going on, you know, in the yeah, hood. It's meant to be distracting in the international community, pretty much all over. People are suffering. Yeah, it's it is uh, strange to me. It is, but then you have to. It's just like anything else we we do these days. Where I think you were watching something earlier. What's Which that? station was that? You're just watching what? Oh, France 24. It's just like exactly. a streaming. So yeah. you have to find different networks yeah, that actually I, cover it. Oh yeah, I couldn't because it was. I have CNN on, and I was just trying to have both of them on, and I was waiting for them to talk about it. Yeah. But it was just all no. Amtrak. Which don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to belittle that what happened, you know. But it's just. You know, the Amtrak story was mentioned on the France channel, you know, but it was like, you know, mentioned amongst other things that are going around the world. Keep in mind the Amtrak thing can be turned politically or or it can be injected into a political conversation, meaning the infrastructure. How safe is the infrastructure in the United States? So if someone's running on a certain platform, they can always incorporate that into their uh, uh, stump speech yeah, but to say that they're going to improve. You know, it, they'll find any opportunity. Yeah, I'm to, saying it's supposed to be informative and, you know, just factual. No, you know what I mean? But you're it's saying entertainment. It's, poli- it's entertainment that's politically. What it's, yeah, 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 that's what it's become here. And that's like, I I just want to know what's going on. You know yeah, what but I mean? The, the beauty of it is, my point I was trying to make was, much like when we've talked about film and, and me, just media itself, television, film, music, you have to know where to look for it. Yeah. You know, and fortunately we're in an era that there's, you know, a lot of, a lot of good uh, ways to communicate <clears throat> or to get that communication to you, whether it's on your computer or mobile device, you know, whatever. You well, just got to know is, where to go. So my, my friend's brother who was actually in like the, kind of like the danger zone, um, was saying like, since the radios and all that have been taken over, the only outlet he had was WhatsApp and Twitter. So it's like Twitter is where you got all the news, you know? So thank God that hadn't been like blocked yet, but he's just like, that's all I got. At least I can communicate to you guys that I'm okay and that I've made it out of the country and, you know, and then tweeting us like different things, giving us news and pictures and stuff like that, you know, because he studies journalism. It's it's crazy when you think about it. Twitter is the best news. Like it's how, it's the fastest way to get the news and like it's instant. It's, I I don't I don't want to generalize that it's all accurate, but it's pretty, like, you know, on the money, you know? So, I admit, like, a lot of my news, I get quick 
bits from Twitter. I'll check Twitter. And yeah, I get a lot. I get a lot of information from from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, starting when I wake up. Yeah. I mean, I follow a lot of uh, you know news outlets and mm-hmm. journalists from. Uh, the I have a lot of apps community. for those too, as well, and you can go search further. But Twitter just gives you like. Yeah, it gives me the bullets, and I can click mm-hmm. on the link and dig a little deeper. So when I right. see stuff, uh, just because when you sent me the information. Earlier today, I was driving, so I can't I can't research anything. Even in my spare time, there's no real spare time because I'm 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 up and gone, and then by the time I get home, it's late, and I just want to kind of decompress. So, to study something is would be a luxury. But um, there are certain times when I do get a, a chance that I can click on a link and kind of submerge myself into what's going on. And Twitter definitely, you know, fulfills that. I mean, imagine I know I can imagine, but like some of the some of the kids out here who are, you know, in their early twenties, that this is their era, right? Yeah. And when I look back and think of what it was like prior to, I mean, we really you just had to wait, wait to the six o'clock news, wait until, you know, whenever. But now everything is at an instant, so you can you know let your family know you're okay. Or I couldn't imagine being in a situation like that where, let's say, if the you know, train derailed or you were in some horrible accident or the country gets, you know, overthrown in some civil war or, or coup, you know, how you would be able to communicate with the rest of the world. And like you just said, boom, someone out there is able to connect with apps and Twitter and stay in, in contact. Yeah. So. And keep us like, you know, in the know and actually be on the grounds and tell us accurate stuff, you know, that they see. <clears throat> instead of relying on, you know, the news that's being taken over also and controlled and they're controlling the information that's being disseminated so you don't you can't trust it. You know, it's just tough to just to wrap my brain around that stuff, but but also you, it goes to show the different times, you know that there that's still the priority is still going to the radio station, you know, and burning those down. And it's just like disseminating information is like the first thing that people try to attack. And it's radio. People listen to much more radio there than they do here today. I don't even, I was just thinking when I, I don't have a, anything here that plays a radio. I don't have a radio in my house. There's like, none. no, I have, you know, Pandora streaming, all that stuff, music. And I have like music on my computer, but I don't ever. I used to have one with my yeah, alarm, you, don't need it. you know. You, in this but con- I don't have a radio. Yeah, but you don't really you don't need it these days. It's it's it is a it's like saying you know it's it's just a, a yeah. But if there was like an emergency alert, I would it would be on TV before I would it'd be know. on Twitter. Well, f- of course, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it wouldn't be like the radio. All of a sudden, they would take over and be don't like, "There's a anymore. war," or the sirens, or I you just know did what I mean. It. I did it to sound check. This is a test. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of the emergency broadcast system. I'm not listening to the radio, so I this wouldn't know if they did it on the radio. This is only a test. If this was real, you would get the fuck out. <laughs> or at least try. Break north. Yeah. <laughs> Head for the hills. It's just weird. Like, you know. That shit used to come on on a regular basis yeah. on television. Yeah, it still does sometimes. That shit used does. to suck. It's weird. I remember when TV stations... Well, have, like, Amber Alerts on their phone and stuff now yeah. when a kid gets kidnapped or... I remember when TV stations used to end 
Yeah, me too. With the lines, it would run yeah. out of motherfuckers. The the <laughs> motherfuckers would run out of programming at a certain be done. time. The TV station is done. Yeah, done. Yeah, nothing, nothing else to watch. Nope. nope. Time to sleep. Like everyone's sleeping. We you should watch, not be awake. <laughs> we would watch like the Twilight Zone, Benny Hill, and then uh, some. The Odd Couple would be on. It's like Channel U or something. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even a number. You know, and then it was, it was yeah. And then uh, at a certain time, yeah. it would just disappear. It was like done, mm-hmm. you know. And they would do just like in the movie Poltergeist. Yep. It was so like that would scare me. If it got to that point, I felt like okay, so it's this is like the end of the world. They don't do it anymore. Do they not? How could they? Everything is continuous. Is it continuous? Yeah, you wake up. There are some channels. I wake up paid programming, and then it's like. That's what they fill it in now on I tr- cable. I try not to go to sleep with the television on, because if I do, sometimes you wake up and like if you wake up and the porn is on, like Cinemax and late night. No, you just you just I am watching like HBO or something you need after to put dark. Put a sleep timer on your. I don't do that. I just, should. Well, no, I do now. I just turn it off. I mean, I don't knock the porn. You wake up like Jesus. What the <laughs> hell's that? Then you fucks your sleep up because you gotta tune in. Like you can't turn it down. How can you turn it down? You know what I mean? You, you wake up, you're like <laughs> wake up to porn. You got to keep watching. Or you hear it. It's, like, it's, it's very yeah. It's very. That's right. Just roll over. Just, <laughs> it's the worst. I mean, think about it for a minute. You're sleeping, and all of a sudden, you just hear moaning. Like, the fuck you're is like, that's not me. But you don't even say what the fuck. You don't even say what the fuck is that. You're no, just you're like, like Whoa. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just like, here we go. Just like Dale. So well. But no, you try to turn everything off because if you don't, it keeps you up. Actually, yeah, if you're, you don't have like a sound sleep. Well, people get confused because they think they have insomnia, but in fact, the, the the real problem is your mind is stimulated. So if your mind knows your computer is next to you, or your phone, tablet, or television, it's going to be automatically active. Like, gotta check yeah. my status. Gotta check Twitter. Gotta. You know, do all this stuff when you shouldn't. It's pretty disturbing. Like, technically, you shouldn't have anything in a room. It should just be the bed. You know what <laughs> I mean? So knocking boots. <laughs> That's it. And sleeping. That way the mind is programmed. You know, like the That's days true. of old. Those motherfuckers didn't even have... Those westerns I watched, motherfuckers just had candles. Yeah. And slept in gowns. <laughs> and the men were like these these long johns. Like when you go hunting, you have to wear them. And there was no little hats, were there? No, they didn't have the cap. They're cowboys. No, the these guys were like, yeah, real yeah. men. Yeah, they were real men. They looked really rough, even in their PJs. Yep, itchy. <laughs> they looked really itchy. Uh-huh. I, I watched the other one too. The uh, what was that movie I was telling you guys about last week? The Tommy Lee one. I couldn't watch you. I couldn't watch it by the time I was able to put it on. It was like fifteen minutes left on my rental. I missed out. Your slow burn. They are. They're, they're, they're slow burn. I'll pull it up me. right now. Here it is. So that's what it is. Directed by Tommy Lee Jones. The three bur- burials. I can't even pronounce that. Say that. <laughs> I definitely can't pronounce that. I don't <laughs> I even know what that is. was waiting for you to ask me to say this. Say it. Um, the three burials of... Melquiades Estrada. God, you're good. Damn. 
I shouldn't even attempt it. You just know to say shit. If you if it doesn't have the or of in it, just automatically just read okay. from here on out. Okay. That's a podcast rule. Okay? Don't Got even it. wait. <laughs> just just go with it. But but look at this. It's directed by Tommy Lee Jones, starring Tommy Lee Jones. Barry Pepper's in it. You know Barry Pepper. He was in Saving Private Ryan. He was the uh, the sniper. Okay. You know what I mean? I the dude who's is. like... It, that's his real name, Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. That's great And then Dwight Yoakam is in it? Straight up. I know Dwight Yoakam How can you too. not know? He was can in, you go down to the... Dwight Yoakam was in Sling Blade. Yes, I've, I love that movie. He was a, uh, an, the king of the assholes. I don't think there's any bigger asshole in any film than Dwight Yoakam was in... Uh, I just want to see his face. In Sling Blade. Who, Dwight Yoakam? That's an awful... That's not, I can't see his face in that picture. Where? Where is this black and white? Right here. Yeah, he's got like a mysterious oh, picture. Yeah. <laughs> like, the motherfucker's like Dark Man or something. Like, he's like a, a spy. I can't An see international him. man of mystery. Why does he have a picture like that? I don't know. This is Dwight Yoakam. He's like a, a country music star. Oh, yeah, I know who yeah. that is. Buckshine. That's a weird picture. Yeah, look at this one, though. That doesn't like, look like look him. I would have never recognized him. You know what he's trying to look like? He's trying to look like... Uh, uh, what's the dude's name? Who? The dude, he was in uh, the movie. Uh, That's so specific, thanks. Angelina Jolie's uh, uh, dad? dad. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's his name, huh? Um, John Voight? John Voight. He's trying to look like a young John Voight. I knew he's, he doesn't he even spell... the lips for John Voight. John, he doesn't even spell his name like John. He spells it J-O-N. That's how you know that motherfucker. Something's that wrong that. with him. <laughs> Straight up. You Google it, you're going to have to... Yeah, he loves doing the comparison. <laughs> look at this motherfucker. See? He's trying to look like young John Voight. Look at those motherfuckers. What is that, a Midnight Cowboy? Yeah. <laughs> with the kerchief. Yeah. <laughs> and then the part with the hat. He's, but look at this part right here. <laughs> this thing. He's got the piece hanging over. Look right here, even as an elder. Little boy, little boy, look. At, look. Even with the elder. He's got oh, the Oh, he does still have that piece. little thing. You got to have the piece hanging over the front. That's important. That's important. That's like you're from the, young. Well, that's like you're no. They think they're from the the family of L. What? L. Fucking Jor-El, Kal-El, fucking Superman. You got the little piece oh. hanging over. It's got to you know be I mean? a curl though, if that's going to be. Doesn't matter. It's got to be a, a piece. curl. You got to no. have a piece. Got to be the curl. I used to have a piece. A little hair. You still look like you had a mini rat tail. I, 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 well, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Throw me under the bus. It was a weird period, man. Yeah, obviously. It, it was basically nine months <laughs> wearing a rat tail. It, it was the you know it was the late eighties. It was probably who knew breeded too. It was terrible. No, it was just a. It was just. It was. My rat tail was basically a a, a long piece of fro <laughs> that I combed down, and it just just trained it to go down. It was a fro because my hair doesn't, my hair grows up and out. Okay. So it doesn't hang. I don't have like straight hair. It's frizzy, curly hair. For those of you listening, think like, you know, it's like a curly afro, uh, a Jew fro, one might say. Right. Isn't that what they call it? Is that insulting? Is that bad to say? I don't think that's good to say. Oh. I don't. It's a, it's a Jew fro. To my brothers curly. and my Jewish brothers and sisters out there. It's the I get, curly. I get a pass, don't I? Let's see, oh, it's a one word on the Who Urban knew? Dixon. Look at that. That's my fro, <laughs> right, motherfucking there. You Google <laughs> Jufro. That's what my hair looks like. I'm sorry. Hey guys, I got pictures. 
of me I look like this dude Jonah Hill bloated Jonah Hill with the curly hair that's what my hair looks like that's how it grows so there's no braid I guess you could braid it but it's gonna go out it's a fro stick out yeah wasn't even a rat tail it's probably like a rat puff (laughs) (laughs) a little like afro puff like sticking out man look at this here it's cute Oh, that, oof, man. <laughs> yeah. Everyone looks very unhappy in these pictures. Because you got a fro. <laughs> yeah, but you, you're like smiling your pictures when you had the fro. I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> oh, couldn't tell. I was in a lot of pain. Look at these pictures. Wow. Yeah, you guys need to Google J-E-W-F-R-O. And it's a, but look at this motherfucker. <laughs> he's got Good God, he's got pork chops. He's got the, the the sideburns. A really big bow tie, yellow shirt, and look at the lapels on his jacket. This is like my blue jacket that I wear. It's it's me, man. Look at this. He almost has a unibrow. And it, well, his forehead is also tiny, so it's like his so, the hairline and the unibrow almost connect. This is why. This is why we need to. Uh, Get the podcast on so you, you, you <laughs> listeners can see exactly what, because uh, I'm not going back posting pictures again. But yeah, so this movie that I was just talking about yeah. is uh, entitled... Oh, The Three Burials of Melquiades Estrada. Yeah, so it's it's about... It's it's about... I'm trying to remember exactly how to, how to explain it. I could read it off of here, but it's about this lawman... In uh, in Mexico, and Tommy Lee Jones uh, becomes friends with uh, an illegal immigrant, so they become really good buddies. Mm-hmm. And the movie itself, I think this was his directorial debut. Okay, it it flashes forward from uh, past to present, almost in a Tarantino esque way. Hmm. It's a really cool story because that's why it's called the Three Burials. Uh, mm. and, uh, what happens in it is, um, I guess I can't give, I, I won't give too much of it away, but his friend gets killed, right? Okay. Uh, by, a, uh, by a, uh, what do you call it? The officers that guard the border, border patrol. Okay. Right. So he gets, he gets killed and, uh, he, Tommy Lee Jones is really good friends with this guy and, and he just feels just torn up. Because he knows what happened, it's like it's almost like a he's he's trying to figure out who killed him, and once he does figure out, he wants to bring it to justice. But he made an oath to his buddy that if he if if he ever dies on U.S. soil, take him back to this small village in Mexico. And he wrote the map because the village doesn't even show up on any map. So he writes it out and he draws it out. It's the most beautiful place in the world. It's tranquil. And his wife he hadn't seen in in five years. And his little son lives there. And there's there's free running water and and trees and fruit. Heaven for him. Yeah, it's like heaven. What the fuck are you doing in the U.S. then? Why is he there? Well, there's no no work, I guess. Oh, you know what I mean. But. so he's up there, and he's he's, he's a cowboy. So he, he he ends up uh, getting clipped, getting killed, and so Tommy Lee Jones wants to uh, bring him back, okay, bring him back to his his, his home and family. So it, it's basically all on horse, and uh, still trying to figure out why they're on horse because it's set in today's time. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Well, I was when you said that I was picturing back in the day. No, no, it's set in today's time. Oh, uh, but for some reason, it is. Uh, they huh. do. They go by horse, and <laughs> it's a dark. It's a bit of a. It's 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 a very dark movie. It is a slow burn. It's another one of those slow burns that I, I I've become uh, accustomed to enjoying. Mm. Uh, but it, it's also a little dark. A little dark. Okay, uh, that's because, Tommy Lee, though. I can see him. He can be funny, but I can see him. He's got that, you know, persona. Well, um, the, the thing that makes it disturbing is the fact that they travel by horse to this small town and they have a dead body with them the whole time. Where's the dead body? On the back of another horse. By itself? Yeah, just flung over. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> And I How you, long is this ride? Motherfucker, two days. It's like in the desert, man. In the sun? Yeah, and every time they pull over to stop, right, they prop him up and dude like tries to fix him and he's decaying the Ew. whole time. Yeah, he's decaying. And then the one scene, there's ants on him and so Tommy Lee Jones pours uh, antifreeze. I don't even know where he got the antifreeze. Oh yeah, he, he had stopped somewhere and got some antifreeze and poured over and then, then he, he took some other... F- I think he took liquor at one point and then lit him on fire for a second to burn the ants off of him. And this is a, a corpse, and it, it it looks horrible, right? That is weird. It's it, yeah. It's almost like a, a, a western meets. It's like I don't know. It's kind of like the Unforgiven or something meets Weekend at Bernie's. That's you know what I mean? So weird. You remember Weekend at Bernie's, yeah. right? Yeah. Why? <laughs> and Weekend. They're not like Weekend pro- with Weekend with Bernie's was. Really worked in the what early eighties? Yeah, I don't know if that would work today, right? And it was a it was I mean, a it was a big. But this movie came out in '85. Well, no, but I'm talking about the the three burials. Yeah, this so movie. that is a ten year old movie already. <laughs> you need to get rid of these pictures. No, but the movie it's good. It's just you know a bit morbid. I guess it's a, a it's, bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely. I mean, I guess he's trying to do a good thing, and it's far. Well, he's got the. He's got. He makes the killer who killed him ride with him. With the dead body. Yeah, he makes him makes him dig him up from where they buried him in the U.S. Because you know when you like get killed, and they don't know who you are, and you're illegal. They Why just, didn't they put it in like a box and like pulley him or something? That's what I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, they could have just got like a up 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 a wagon or something, yeah. right? Or or maybe a truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe an ice cream truck or something kept the motherfucker frozen. What's, you know? the, what's the car called? The funeral homes? The, the uh, paddy wagon. That's not what... No, that's what they call... That's... No. What? No. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. A morgue, Hearst. Right? A Hearst. Isn't yeah, I could have stole one of those. I mean, he's the law. He's the law. <laughs> he didn't even have needed to steal it. He's the law. <laughs> right? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not doing a good job explaining this movie. It, it's worth a watch if you ain't got shit to do. You know what I mean? But it mm. it is a good movie. It's worth a rental if you want to seek it out and see one of these slow burns. Uh, uh, like I said, it's, it is dark. Uh, and, and it's got some great actors. Like I said, it's got uh, Dwight Yoakam, Tommy Lee Jones, Barry Pepper. It's got January Jones in it uh, from Mad Men. So I mean, there's some, and there's some other faces in there you'll recognize. But Tommy Lee Jones has a, a, a very uh, uh, distinctive style in directing that I that I, I like a lot actually, and I would like to see more films from him. Uh, yeah, he's, he he 
you know, he takes chances. He takes risks. He takes risks that I like to see in, in a filmmaker. He's got a great eye, and uh, he definitely has an affinity for uh, for westerns. Yeah. So like yeah, it. I would I would like to see more films. I, I'm curious to see. Let's let's take a look. See if he has anything anything going on in the uh, foreseeable future. It's another thing about IMDb, man. You can just click on something. IMDb doesn't show, huh? It's actor, director. No. Mm-mm. So he did The Homesman was the last one. And I actually found out that that's free on Netflix. It's on Netflix right now. So it goes from 99 cents <laughs> from the last podcast that I talked to you guys about to now it's streaming on Netflix. You guys give Tommy Lee Jones a, a, a try. Let me know. You can even uh, call and leave your review on uh, on the American Riddle uh Hotline at uh, 424-248-9262. Miriam's laughing at me. I just want to see how many times he's going to shout out the number. It's going to be like a bad used car commercial. <laughs> you guys are going to get sick. Straight up. You guys are going to get sick of me saying that. Until he tells until one person calls in. I wish I wish I could afford to give away, uh, give away prizes. Um, but speaking of that, creating this stuff, that's what I've been thinking. I, I think I might go back to the basics and start doing some writing write write out a couple scripts or, or at least one before I can jump to a couple how are you going to find the time I don't know maybe instead of watching uh, slow burns <laughs> I can uh, I can you know write it for an hour or something I like mean, that what kind of like environment do you need to get into the mood to write like I don't know it, it doesn't have different. to really be an environment for me I just need to just you know put uh, put pen to pad really yeah yeah, put it's that easy pen. for you? No, it's not. No, I mean, I just you just got to start something, like just like the podcast. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be in any environment. You just once you start it and you get hooked, and you can start to see the uh, the progress. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> what are you Canadian? What are you talking about? Progress. No, I'm. You know, I'm just. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I understand. What do you say? Progress. Yeah. I say progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why I say it. No, it's just like anything else in life. Uh, you, once you once you start doing it and you start, uh, you know, advancing, you, you kind of get the bug and you keep keep it up. Just like this show or anything else. I started running in the streets again. Jogging. How's that? <laughs> you might have to specify. Yeah. <laughs> running from what? It's like, wait, what? Um, how's that? I ran. How many miles? Mm-mm. I'm glad you asked, Marion Tazi. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. This is not prepared at all. It isn't, actually. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to talk about running last time, but I, I got sidetracked, as I always do in a podcast. But that's mm. another thing about this raw production. You know what I mean? To have a raw production, you can't always go off notes and have it scripted out. Sometimes I have bullet points that I want to look at and make you know kind of cover, but... No, this is a raw production, people. <laughs> I think they got that from the okay. last couple podcasts. Last hundred and ten, <laughs> we get it. It's not scripted. It shows. <laughs> Keep it moving. Matter of fact, I've already deleted it. Matter of fact, I didn't even listen to it. <laughs> That's how it works out. Aww. It's all right. No, I give a shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I so far this week in a week I've only. I've only run 3.2 miles. So the what a week? What I'm doing is just run like a, a quick mile. You know what Are I mean? Are you sprinting? No. 
Oh. No. Oh. No, it's a light jog. It's a very <laughs> light pace. Oh. Do you have the right shoes? I need new shoes. I found mm. that out. Oh. Well, I mean... Did I, you know what I found out? What? You know that extra, that extra, like, lace hole at the top of your... You saw that in online? Yeah, I did. Yeah, what's that for? What the fuck? I had no idea that that's what it was for. You made these little, like, extra loops, and it actually you know, tightens up the ankle enough where it's like you don't get any of those sores or anything if you have them just holds your, holds the shoe. It doesn't give you the foot. Your foot doesn't move up, you know, where your toes hit the front of the shoe. Like, it actually really holds your foot into place into the shoe. Well, I said if you got the right shoe and if you... Yeah, probably. I never had to use it or do that. Uh, but different like people... locks have, it. Yeah, different people get different wounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, you know, mine are more, form, your form yeah, is mine, very important. Mine but. right now are just dealing with the with the growing pains of getting back into it. Because I have not, what's cool about this app that I have called Runtastic. It's, uh, really? Runtastic? Yes. Yeah. Wow, it's called Runtastic. Run, it's Runtastic. <laughs> what does it do? Counts well, your steps or what? Yeah, it, it calculates everything. So it shows, shows like the last time that I, I went for a run was October 11th. 2013 at 10:38 a.m. Wow! And it, I just ran for under a mile, which basically says I quit. <laughs> okay, so I, obviously I got to the end and just turned around and went home. Is what happened. That's the truth, man. And uh, so I ran Saturday at 8:45 a.m. I just did a mile. It took me like 11 minutes, 11:36 to be exact. Just slow, but when I click on it, it'll tell me, you know, the L, all this stuff I don't need to know. I was running about 5.2 miles an hour, the average speed. My max was 7 miles an hour, 7.1. But again, once I did that, I was ready to do it again. So Saturday and then Monday I ran over a mile. And then yesterday I did another mile. And then hopefully uh, maybe tomorrow and or Saturday, maybe I can do two to three. I'm going to try to do two straight. Uh, And then just keep it building from there. This this tracks it, this, this specific app. Since when I used to run a lot, I mean, my the most I ever ran was, I did six, nine miles. I did nine miles, uh, which is a big deal. I mean, it's, it's it goes back to what I was telling you about, you know, being consistent and doing something. And once you start seeing, you know, the, the, the progress in mm. it, you start seeing the benefits of it. Then you, you just kind of want to keep following through. In this case... You know, your health. And not only that, you you stop being in pain. Because when I'm running the, the mile, like with me, what it hurts the most is, is the lower part of the leg, like the, around the calf. It just starts pulsating. You know, it just tightens up. And that's a lot of that's due, I, I know it's due. For, I'm not preparation, could not be hydrated, didn't stretch. The whole nine, haven't, the muscles haven't really been worked out in a, over well over a year. So you have to... Uh, you have to expect that stuff like that's going to happen. Uh, and, you know, I, I do. And I know the other day I was sore. I was so sore trying to just walk in. But then it went away and I ran again. And then when I ran yesterday, I'm not sore today. So the muscle memory itself, it starts kicking back, you know. How many pull-ups are you on now? I, remember you I haven't been. I, I have not. Uh, huh? I have been, but I've been using the assisted pull-up machine. So right now I'm just working on form. Okay. And it would be nice to drop, I don't know, maybe drop, you know, 10, you know, 8 to 15 pounds. 
and I would shave off some weight, which, and then work on flexibility and motion. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I can go in there. I could, I can if I keep lifting heavier weights. Like all this is just going to build mass, and I really don't need that. I need more flexibility and movement. You know, work on the cardio, flexibility. I said that before, right? Did I say that? I said that. Three times. <laughs> yeah. So I'll get back to the pull-ups. You, I'll update you on that. But I know, right? It's, it's 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 like anything else. So, but yeah, I would like to. I was thinking, uh, you know, outside of uh, doing the uh, doing another podcast, I like the idea of the Karis One Tom Cruise podcast. That's that's pretty funny. <laughs> Very unique. There will not. There, it is not, unique. There's not going to be another one out there like that. No. You know. No. Yeah. Hmm. I'm curious. I would like to see how one goes. I'm, I'm curious. I feel like you would have to do a little research. Maybe not. It's all in your head. Those are some of your favorites. So actually, <laughs> I, I wouldn't keep up with that though. I would have to be an audience member. No, you couldn't be. No. No, I would do that. No. Yeah, there's nothing you could, no offense, but there's nothing you could That's, bring to that no. equation, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't think. That would just be my warped mind. Yeah. But no, I mean, if I, even if I just did the Karis one, all jokes aside, it would be, uh, you know, just focused on, and I'm no historian. Like, I'm no historian, even on hip hop, I'm not really a, a hip hop historian. I know. He is. No, I know, but I know my time within hip hop the culture itself as from the time it started and my involvement with it and my passion for it. Mm-hmm. And then my, dis, I guess, displeasure with it. And then, uh, when I did a self imposed exile from it mm. to some greater or lesser degree. And then I come to find out that you can't, you can't stay away. Well, you can't exile yourself from your, your own culture. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like saying you're not black. How's that work? Like Raven Simone. Did she say that? She says a lot of foolish stuff. <laughs> Allegedly. Mm. No, I mean I've seen it. I've you know, I've read it at least online. I don't know. I don't know her personally, so I can't really say. Uh so yeah, I mean and when I do the KRS one podcast itself, I just stick to that theme. It would be focused on my experience in my experience within Boogie Down Productions and its influence on me. So that would be the unique story and parallel within that. For me to go back and tell, you know, the story of hip-hop and stuff that people have heard time over time, it's kind of redundant. I mean, it's right there at your fingertips, you know. I don't need, you don't need me to tell you about hip-hop. No. But that's, not, that's not, I mean, you're not trying to emulate KRS one. You're just trying no, to. No, and I can't, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't, would not be able to tell it like he tells it anyway. However, I can tell it how it influenced me. Your perspective. That's right. And how that specific song relates to me mm-hmm. or today's time and show the parallels within that and within that universe. Yep. That, that I, w- I find very interesting. And I could easily incorporate Tom Cruise into that. <laughs> it, it would ver- be very easy. Easily. Very, how easily? Very how, easy. I don't see how that would be so easy, but you seem to be quite confident. But I have mean? faith. I have faith. I don't even have Tom. Tom Cruise wasn't even on my mind today, but I can, I can pull oh. up. Tom, 
I can I can incorporate. Sorry, I'm sorry we brought this up. I can. What do you mean you're sorry? <laughs> Tom Cruise is a quintessential movie star <sighs> of this century. Okay. How can how can he not be? He is. I mean, are you serious? No, I I you know I just don't have the same kind of obsession as you have with him. I don't think it's a. <clears throat> it's a little bit of an obsession. <laughs> I don't know if this is an obsession, but it's it's a fact. It's a fundamental <laughs> fact of life. Okay, it's like it's you, a fundamental you can't fact dis- of life. You can't dispute his place in history. Uh, you, you cannot dispute it of humankind. Like he was—he's a prophet or a, a messiah. Culture, a pop culture. Pop, you said that. Yeah, you said culture. that. That must. That you you use. I'm not using those words. You said that. I'm talking about just in, in 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 popular culture. You cannot dispute Tom Cruise's uh, uh, contributions uh, to the entertainment world. It'd be like disputing Michael Jackson. You can't you can't dis- you you can't dispute that. Can you? <laughs> I'm not disputing that he had a long career. Head. He- as- <laughs> what do you? Are you mad? You're you're messing with me, right? You're, you're putting on <laughs> his career is still going strong, <laughs> might I add, strong. <sighs> I mean, that's why I couldn't do the podcast with you because I would just rile you up, and you just get so angry. Your blood pressure couldn't handle it. Um, seriously, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to push your buttons a little bit, but I still. You know, 1981 was the oh. first time. It's <laughs> like that old man that tells the same story. You know, when I was, this is about Tom Cruise, didn't I? His debut. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going to draw a parallel for you. Ta- do you. If you bring up taps. Yes. <laughs> you knew. You've heard this. Yes, I have heard. Th- <laughs> your, your listeners have heard this story before as Nin- well. But this, this, is, this is the parallel with hip hop. 1981 was the year Tom Cruise was in Taps, where he portrayed (laughs) Captain David Sean, right? 1981. (laughs) What are you laughing at? What the fuck? (laughs) This is fact. This isn't fiction. This is fact. This is real life shit. This, what, what the hell is so damn funny? <laughs> I knew you were gonna mention taps, and it's just like your, can, it's like your go-to. <laughs> how can you I'm not? To it was nineteen. It was. <laughs> it was nineteen eighty-one. This was the first time that I heard what African Bambada right. Planet Rock. Oh. That's the connection with hip hop. That right there just is the, the year. That's that's the parallel. Okay. The same time, the same space okay. was occupied by what? Hip-hop and Tom Cruise. <clears throat> There's a connection there. That's all I'm saying, Miriam Tazi. Oh. And if I dig deeper, Karis one is somewhere within that mix. There's something happened in 1980. I have to do some research. But my point is, mm. there are parallels that can bring it all together in one magnificent podcast. If I wanted to incorporate Tom Cruise in that. Or I could just do it solo. And do a um, do a Tom Cruise um, edition podcast, separate podcast. But I'm more I'm, I'm more inclined to. Uh, I mean, yeah, both of them. 
Yeah, both of them. I'm, you're right. <laughs> I do. I like KRS One. <laughs> oh my god! I seriously mm-hmm. cried. Hey, ma'am, what's, be- what's better than that? Are you kidding me? Are you right with her, that water? I'm a little parched. Yeah. I'm a little parched. Mm, me I'm too. I have more coffee. I, uh, I took my truck in to get serviced Did for you? the air conditioning. Do you have yeah. AC now? Well, they fixed it and it, it worked. Uh, brought it down to 60 degrees. They pumped new Freon into it and did all this stuff. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, yeah. And uh, I got, I don't know, five minutes down the road and started Aww, blowing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Started blowing warm air. It sucked, man. And then, That's so nice. it would work and I turn it off and then it would work again. And then I, I went, uh, the longest it's worked for, it was doing it for like 20 to 25 minutes at a time. And then the longest it went the other night, the other day, it went for like four, over 45 minutes. And uh, so I got to take it back in because what they do is they, when they, when they do pump it with Freon, they also shoot this dye into it so mm-hmm. they can see where the leaks are. So maybe tomorrow when I have time, I, I will uh, I'll stop in. And I mean, the past couple of days here, it's been uh, pretty cool out, but you know, when you're driving around all day with wine and stuff, you know, you get up there and you got warm wine. That's not always good. Yeah. So, or worse, you know what I mean? When I get up in there and I'm just like, Sweating. yeah, look like someone sprayed me with black magic. Yeah, no, it's kind of, it's kind of. I'm all shiny. Well. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it, it, it. <laughs> What are you going to do? I, I got to try to get it fixed. Or, I got to get my car fixed too. Oh, hell's going to break loose. You know? I had some weird light. Engine. I got plenty of lights, man. My car I looks like a Christmas tree. Yeah, I think there's something with my sensors though. So I think there's like yeah, a You probably just need a tune-up. Issue. Well, for sure I need a tune-up, but there's a few things I need to do. Need you buy it from me. I'll give you a few hundred a month for it. <clears throat> Let me finance it. Finance me. Well, I still need to... Like I mean, Eastern Motors... Is that, oh, I'm, the commercial just started yeah. playing in my head, and I'm not going to try to sing it, but now it's in my head. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I am looking into getting a new car soon. No, maybe not new, new, but I like the um, Subaru. Subarus are cool. The Legacy. Those are cool cars. All of them are. Well, I just want like all-wheel all-wheel, drive. Yeah, I want an all-wheel drive. I don't need like a bigger car. I'm not moving yeah. anymore, so I kind of just want something that can handle the winters here. And um, it's not too big, and it's a nice car. And you're ready to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If anything gets down, snow, weather. Yeah. If there's a riot, you got all-wheel drive. Out. That's right. Out. That's what's up. Speaking of riots, uh, they had. Uh, I've been watching the news back on the news again. But if you if you notice, like, I was thinking about how they use the the word uh, thug a lot these days. Thugs. On the news, yeah. Yeah, to, to to describe to describe the uh, or anyone anyone of color they, they it's thugs thugs are in the street thugs are rioting thugs I was thinking about when and where like the word's always been around but it's been more popular I guess since uh, Tupac made it popular with Thug Life uh, but I mean even even still I was like man you know growing up that just wasn't a for me anyway that wasn't a word that. It wasn't a common word. Like even in Flint, Michigan, there was no no one used the word thugs. No one. We didn't never use the word thugs. 
to describe even even real thugs or gangsters, like even gangsters. It's like the media uses these words to uh, what's well, a label? You yeah. know, it's well, just you can't a, say you can't say nigger, so you, you got to <clears> use <throat> thug. You got to use gangster. You got to use all these different different words. But my point is, even in the hood, we never we never use that to like the word that we used in Flint was, and I, I remember I wrote this down so so I so I could so I wouldn't forget it. Is rogue. That's what they called. That's what we called a quote unquote thug. And rogue. Like a, a person went rogue or a rogue? You're rogue. You're roguish. You're rogue. Yeah, you're you roguish. Are rogue. Yeah, you're rogue. That's that's what that's what you were called. If you were if you were a person that was just 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 wrong in Flint, Michigan, you weren't called a thug in the streets. You were called a rogue. They were like you're roguish. Hmm. Roguish. So, what's the definition of roguish? A dishonest, dishonest person, a scoundrel. You know what I mean. Thug definition is a cruel or vif- vicious ruffian, a robber or murderer. So think about that when they label you that. And then you think of people when you think of people in the inner city. Like I mean, it doesn't get. There's plenty of towns, and I've said it time and time again. There's plenty of Flint, Michigans all over the country, all over the world. But when you think of people who 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 are living in hardship, and they don't, they are not the ones using the word thug in its meaning. They're using a rogue. A rogue is uh, is a there. So that's what my notes look like, right here. What's that word right there? Navish. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Scoundrel. Person. A scoundrel. Believe that. Not, not, not cruel, vicious, robber or murder, murderer. You know what I mean? So those words have power, and when the corporations, the people that, the people that own the channels and the networks and the cable stations, you know what I mean. They yeah, the own all this stuff. Yeah, vocabulary that they allow. So know? this is the stuff that's being fed. And this is the stuff that's being absorbed by the the ones yeah. that are supposed to protect us, right? So if that's absorbed into your psyche, right? I'm not going to get into a whole political thing. But when that's absorbed into your psyche as a police officer, right? And you're thinking someone automatically is a thug, quote unquote, a murderer. Then what do you think? How do you think they're going to act? Yeah, they're going to shoot to kill. You know what I mean? How, how do you think? It doesn't justify it. It's just <laughs> no. I, it's I, just. I think we're. I think we're. We're. We're so fast to. to it's a. It's a. You know. It's brainwashing. You know. It's subtle brainwashing, like little by little. But it's kind of the same thing when you associate like. It's weird, man. Because well, like, it's like Islam with terrorism. You know, it just almost it goes hand in hand. You know, and it's just like no. There's a lot of Muslims that aren't terrorists, guys. You know what I mean? So if you generalize it and you ingrain it in someone's well, it's, mind, it's, then all Muslims are going to be terrorists. And, and that's how a lot of people see it now, you and, know? Well, and it's also as if you you do not want the advancement of that culture. So you may not want the advancement of Islam to be seen anything else but a terrorist. You know what I mean? The powers that be, certain people may not want Islam to evolve you know what I mean? Just like they w- don't do not want uh, people to get educated, and to they don't want yeah, enough. they don't want black people to unite or evolve 
the way they should. If you look at the history, these are There's probably kind of a revolution. These are probably completely two different podcasts, and they they would be of great length to discuss with people far smarter than I am. But if you look at the evolution or the de-evolution of Islam throughout the world, it's never had that opportunity to advance and to evolve uh, because of the many, many wars that has been, um, you know, plagued against it over time and time and time and time again. And I need a little water station. So I think I'm going to knock this over. Uh, same thing with, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the black man in America. It's, it's been, you know, how many hundreds of years, hundreds of years since slavery and you've been here and it's, you know, you could, you know, we talked about this briefly where, you know, people say, oh, you should, you know, it's a different time now. You have a president, you have all this stuff. Mm. But I mean, if you, if you just go back and just start connecting the dots, you'll see those, that, those ripples and you'll see that through each decade, you know what I mean? Could, could be, you know, through a, every period, there's been major, major roadblocks. Not saying that it, it's some grand conspiracy, but a lot of times humans need that opportune chance to evolve in a natural state, on a mental, on a on a mental level, on a financial, economical level, and uh, uh, a spiritual level as well. It has to be a balance in there, and it, it, it hasn't been where it has been with other cultures that have uh, immigrated. Here, and I use that word Im- immigrated. You know, the black man wasn't really like didn't really immigrate here. No. So let's let's be honest there. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just I, I don't even know how I got in, in on that. I mean, it, it, it's rich. It's a very rich subject. I'm surprised that, that they use thug like on the news and stuff. Use, like yeah, that. they know what they're doing. They know, oh, man. And course. I see it, I'm but oh, yeah, allowed. I know what I want to say. It was it, because I mean, when you look at the people who are who are in these places of poverty, and when I think of Flint, Michigan, I mean, I'm sure the the word thug is used now, uh, and a lot of it is credited towards hip hop and, and the Tupac's movement mm. uh, uh, use of thug life uh, and his own definition of thug life. But again. When you're in a situation and you're in a state, you're not really doing the education and you're not using that word the way it should be or recognizing that maybe you shouldn't be using that word. No different than nigger. You shouldn't, you shouldn't even be, you shouldn't glamorize certain things. Yeah. yeah, it does sell tickets. It does sell records. It does do this and that, but that doesn't justify it. It doesn't make it right. And I think had uh, Tupac lived, uh, you would have seen that he would have evolved and he was starting to evolve and think for himself uh, and outside That's of so sad. outside of just... his handlers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the people of uh, Flint, Michigan, I know when I was growing up, I mean, I never, you know, I, the word existed, but I mean, on a daily basis, I would hear rogue, man, that dude's a rogue. You want to stay away from him. And if they're smart enough, they're not, these people aren't quote unquote, as they describe people today as savages. You know what I mean? Yeah, savage sav- is also another they're, word that's not, used a they're lot. They're not savages. They're smart enough to know to use the right word for what that person is. A scoundrel, you know what I mean? A rogue. He's a dishonest person. Mm. Roguish, you know? That was very common. 
to be labeled. If you're labeled as, uh, uh, as roguish in, in Flint, Michigan, uh, in circa 1980, you know, in 1980s. Like the first time I uh, heard it. No, it was very common. Probably still is. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm not there right now, but it probably, if I was a betting man, there's certain certain words like that. I mean, let me let me just tell you this. Speaking of Flint, Michigan, in any given night, in any weeknight or weekend, if something went down within Flint, Michigan. People didn't just do things on a, on a rant. Yes, there's random, you know, jackings. You know I mean? I got jacked, you know, early. For your tweed vest. Well, it wasn't a vest. A tweed It was a tweed jacket. jacket. Sorry. <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was a tweed jacket. I told a story on a podcast, did I? I think so. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, I got jacked, but it was, again, there, there were certain times when, when if someone got, uh, had a beef, right? And if there was a shooting, usually there was a, sh- a shooting popped off. There was a warning shot before. Well, because it didn't just, you know. Yeah, you've told me this before. Yeah. Well, because it didn't just fire into <clears> a, a to warning a crowd. shot. Just be like, all right, listen, someone is armed. Word. It was, yeah. yeah like, Scatter. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy Earl. Earl's been on the show. I tried to get him to call in. He's going through some issues up in, in Atlanta. Uh, he's up down to his in neck and yeah, down in Atlanta. He's got some issues uh business wise he's trying to work through. So mm-hmm. we're with him uh and we'll have him on a podcast to talk about that. But Earl's a good friend of mine I grew up with. He grew up in Flint, Michigan. I mean he was the uh he was an ice cream man. You know what I mean? Really? He, yeah, he was an ice cream man. With this the music and everything, the truck? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> um let me see. You know how happy kids you know I have an ice cream man that comes by. Hold on, before I get into this story. Oh, yeah. I got to... I got to have an intro. If if I'm going to tell a story about Flint, Michigan, I got to have an intro. I like that. Got me back at it, man. (laughs) It's for you, baby. Little films. (laughs) You're supposed to fix that and put American Riddle. Yo. As I ride through these ice cold pothole streets, Halo burgers on my mind. Yo, I need something to eat. You see, my stomach's been growling for a couple of days. A decent nine to five is hard to find around my way, but I'm a certified G, so I know how to hustle. Keep my head above water, yo, and stay out of trouble. Mama tells me that I should take my ass back to my get a degree, cause that's the only chance that I got. But I'm a hard headed Negro, rather smoke weed, yo. As a young boy scout, kicked out from being a weed blow. I don't like a lot of structure. I'd be the first to admit it. Uh-huh. Now pass me that 40, yo, and let me hit it. The furthest place from paradise, my friend, is in the shoes of a real thing, Stonian. Every day yeah. is like rolling the dice, so that's the life of a real thing, Stonian. That's what's up. situation is not so nice, but that's the price <laughs> just to be a friend, Stonian. Yeah. You gotta really be about that life just to survive with I'm telling you, so so to be in Flint, like I said, you got you have to uh, you got to be on your p's and q's. So my man Earl got to open up with the uh, with the, with the theme song. If you're gonna tell That's stories awesome. about Flint, Michigan, shout out to SV Point J, <laughs> aka Jamwar, aka Slick Vic, aka Vic Strange. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, if you're gonna, <laughs> you got to be on your p's and q's. So Earl Cameron, who was on this show before. He was an ice cream man. Okay. Right? 
No, he didn't drive. This was the ice cream man that you had to push the cart. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 No music. You know what I mean? Chances are he had you, a boombox. Yeah, I was going to say, you could put a, like a little yeah, yeah. boombox no, or don't something. Don't worry. We got that covered. <laughs> there was no iPods. You know what I mean? There was no jam box or nothing like that. It was a, it was a, it was a, 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 a boom box with the radio and the cassette player. Yeah. There were some that had vinyl record players on them. They would slide out. And you would be able to play a record on there. No. Straight up. Straight up. I need to see a picture of this. I'm, I'm telling go you, Go on man, with the story. I never lie. So, yeah. Earl Earl used to push that. You know, it's just a little hustle. Yeah, he got he got, he got got jacked pushing the ice. They jacked the ice cream, man. Straight up. That's how gangster. That's how gangster. For the food. money or the ice cream? Probably both. <laughs> I'm almost sure. We'll have him on. It's on. a lot of ice cream to steal and then do what it's going to be like. Man, I'm trying Melting to shit. I'm trying to tell you. But see, Earl was the first one he was the first one that peeped me to the thing, uh peeped me to the game when I was talking to you about the warning shot. You know what I mean? They, you're not just gonna just start blasting. Just because you got a gun, you know what I mean? Even 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 the top rogue, you know what I mean, knew the rule. You know what I mean? You're gonna warn. You're gonna let one fly before unless somebody just did something. Like there's some straight gangsters doing gangster stuff up in Michigan mm. that, you know, you get got you get got that caught up in the no life. Warning. No, you're done. It's a waste of time. If yeah, you you're do done. That. Yeah. No it's it's done. Warning. But usually like everybody there, they come from a period of time where their family obviously either grew up, was born or immigrated to Flint because of there was a time when there were there were jobs there. I mean, there were careers in Flint, Michigan. That uh, so, which meant you know, it was working class families. Mm-hmm. Working class families usually had what values of some sort, right? So even even as that broke down, some of those people who you know became rogues, yeah. they still had like a core sense of value. You know what I mean? There's honor amongst thieves, right? Mm-hmm. There's some greater There's or lesser code. Some some greater or lesser degree. So that, I think I think I'm trying to you know make sense of the madness, but. There was always a warning shot. So I remember Earl was the first one to pee me to like whenever there was a fight, street fight. You know what I mean? There was this one fight. We were out, we were playing football or something out in the hood on Church Street on the south side of Flint. And I remember we were out there playing and uh, there's a couple of kids or whatever. Some, something happened. There's always going to be a fight. Like somebody always gets mad. Someone gets upset. But one of the kids in the hood, I think his name was Sterling. So I think it was Sterling because it was Raymond and Sterling. That lived in the, in the neighborhood. They were like the only two white boys in the in the hood. They don't hear those names anymore, Raymond or Sterling. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Sterling, something happened with Sterling. I can't remember what, but his dad came out, right? And this is back in the day. This is back in the day when uh, when uh, uh, people's parents and aunts and uncles and neighbors would discipline the kids. Okay. But this dude, this dude was a big man, right? So. He something happened within with Serling's dad and my cousin Mike J, aka Blair, aka Dutch. You know what I mean? Aka Fred Stone, aka Stone. Something happened between them, and he popped my cousin. Right. Oh, so Earl no. saw this. Right. Yeah. And Earl intervened. Okay. And then so the dad went over and was coming to Earl, and Earl warned him. Don't walk up on me. Mm. This was this is something you always heard in Flint. Don't walk oh, up on me. Yeah. Don't take another step. Don't take another. St- there's always a warning of some. There's always there's always been a warning. You know what I mean? Don't. Whatever you do, 
Okay, I'm just warning you, don't walk up on me. Don't take, don't make another move. You know what I mean? There's always something like that. Mm. I remember, you know, it's like the whole don't crack a smile thing. You know what I mean? Brothers would be sitting up. You know what I mean? And they got the hat. (laughs) They put their hat on and the hat just sits, the baseball cap just sits on top of the head. The baseball cap never sits down on the head. The baseball cap would sit just on top. You can't crack a smile in Flint, Michigan. It's your weakness. So you don't want to be happy because happy is labeled as friendly. And if you're friendly in Flint, Michigan, you get sucked up. Done. So that was the rules. I don't make them. I just had to know them. So, Hmm. so, uh, Earl Sterling's old man was coming up to Earl and Earl was pissed. You know what I mean? Because he hit his man, his boy. Right. So everybody was up, up in arms. Hmm. You know what I mean? It was like a riot getting ready to go down up in that mud. Hmm. And, uh, and and Sterling's dad made a move. Earl said, don't take another move. So Earl picked up a board. Because Earl was a kid. He was like four, 15, 14 or 15 years old. Mm-mm. Right? And this was a grown man. Probably mm-hmm. like 6'2", 6'3". I weighed him, you know what I mean, by 60, 70 pounds or more. And uh, Earl picked up this board. Mm-hmm. It was laying on the ground, right? It was like a it's like a two by four or whatever, right? And Earl said, you know. It was just laying around. Well, yeah. It's like, you know, there's boards. Okay. You know, there's... All of a sudden, we make, we make ramps, you know what I mean? You know, play Vietnam, you know, you need all sorts of stuff. Play this, Vietnam. Yeah, this stuff, I mean, this is this is home in the heart, you know what I mean? Flintstone, you don't get a name like Flintstone, <laughs> right? This no, this name is known all over the, 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 the United States, right? Mm. You don't get a name like Flintstone and I have boards laying around. Okay. All right. There's all right. rocks. There's all sorts of sheet metal. We used to go, we used to go, uh, uh, we would go uh, sledding, right? In the, in the wintertime. And we mm-hmm. used sheet metal. That was, that was, we didn't have circles. It really worked really well though. We, we didn't have the <laughs> circle thing that you hold on to and go down a hill or go tubing like the kids in the suburbs do now. You know what I mean? We no. made up our own sleds. No, we had like, like, like pieces of scrap that we get from the, the, you know, the auto yard or something. It was like scrap metal and stuff and just go use that. <laughs> so uh anyway, Sterling's dad was was making a move, right? Very aggressive move. And Earl warned him, Don't walk up on me, straight up. Okay. Uh-oh. And they were what shouting, a lot of shout. Well, his uh, Sterling's dad walked up on him. Walked up on him and caught the two by four to the face and went down. So oh. the the thing is, you you get warned. You do get warned. You at least we 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 can yeah, do that. Yeah, but a teenager telling telling an adult that it was surreal. Yeah, it was surreal actually. Like, and then it just went flop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Earl did that many times in his career in the streets. Oh, many a times. There's like there's certain rules that you had to follow. You know what I mean? You don't walk up on someone. You can talk all the shit you want. Just don't walk up. There's mm-hmm. a certain space. A bubble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the other one was, you know, if you're you're outnumbered, or if they outweigh you, and you know that you know, you might not win. You got to hit first, because you let them know that you're there. Mm-hmm. You, you just, you just, you just. That way, he knows I was there. Then it's on there. You know what I mean? Claw, bite, scratch, whatever it takes mm-hmm. to get the V. That's what you do. There's no rules. Learn that too. Mm-hmm. Early ages. Mm-hmm early ages. I mean, you're talking to the dude that got shook down at the age of uh, the ripe age. I think I was seven, eight. No, I was, yeah, I was about eight or nine years old. Nine years old was probably my first taste of, of 
of the... Uh, what, by bullies in school? No, no, I didn't get bullied in school until after Flint, Michigan. Uh, after Flint, Michigan. I got bullied, uh, you know, by... by uh, by the kids in the suburbs because I was the only black person in the school. Oh, so, in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cal- everywhere, everywhere. Denver, Denver especially. Because I mm. went to the same school district as Columbine when I was in Denver. So it was mm. a very racist. Not saying all of Denver is racist, but at that time, it was it was very difficult, challenging, should I say. But no, in Flint, I didn't know. No, there was no, there was no, you knew where you stood in Flint. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, it's weird because you would think the exact opposite. You would think that if you were in the suburbs, you'd be safe. But hmm. I had more safe. I, I, I was more, I couldn't be any more safe than I was in when I was in the hood. In Flint, it was a, um, there was, I was like nine years old, eight or nine. I think I was like nine. My old man, I, I think I told this story before. I got... He, I'd go up like, and get the newspaper for him at the corner store. I lived near Central High School in Flint, Michigan at the time off uh, Kensington Street near my one of my best friends, Tyrone Sargent, right? And uh, we lived in this little house, and my dad would send me to the store. The store was, you know, maybe like three blocks up or whatever. It wasn't, wasn't far. It's like the end of the neighborhood. You have to cross the main street. You send your kid, you know what I mean? You don't do that these days. Nine year old. Yeah, you could probably buy cigarettes even at that age. Nine or ten, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was after Star Wars came out. So I, I was a little older. I yeah. So I went and there was like this comic book store next door to the uh I, I wanna say it was it it was like a it was like a seven eleven. It wasn't a seven eleven, but it was like a little market. Like a convenience store. Yeah. So I went to the comic book store first. Of course. Yeah. Before the newspaper, and, and I bought some some Star Wars cards, and you know you get the bubble gum and stuff like that in them. So I was really excited. You know, I had cards, my cards. I think I bought like two packs, right? So I had them, and I walked next door to get the newspaper. So when I got the newspaper, right? Mm-hmm. When I got the newspaper, the uh, I took the cards that I had and I put them in the newspaper because I didn't want to drop them. Right, so when I when and the newspaper was really thick. I'm pretty sure it was a Sunday edition. Probably yeah, the weekend edition. Yeah, yeah, the weekend edition. So when I picked the newspaper, I'm just a little kid, right? And I had my fro, <laughs> right? It's probably about this height, <laughs> same size head. And I took the I took the uh, newspaper and I went to put it up on the counter. And as I lift raised it up, the cards fell out. So the dude behind the counter immediately thought I stole them Aww. from him. Because right? I guess he sold or had cards or whatever too. Right? So he jumped on my shit. Right? And uh, I was frightened. I was frightened. Aww. Right? No, it gets better. It gets better. So I'm, I'm scared to death and he's yelling at me. Right? So he comes around the counter and he grabs me by my arm. Right? And starts yelling at me. And screaming saying admit it admit that you stole these right and i was like no and i started crying and started freaking out panicking you know what i mean you know you you can't get your words out and i couldn't get my words out i said i just pointed and i was trying to tell him that i know i got him next door right got him next door so dude pulled me and yanked me up and 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 you know basically drug me next door 
And the guy next door was like, yeah, he just he just came in and bought these cards, right? And so, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. I, I just forgot something. I forgot a critical detail. As he's as he's interrogating me, right? Because I was crying. I was just hysterics. He took me to the back room. He took me to the back of the room because there was other customers in there. I almost forgot. This is an important detail. And he sat me down. So he sat me down in a chair like this, right? Like a criminal. And turned the lights off. And I couldn't see anything. And I, st- I really started panicking. And then he turned on a lamp. Just like the old olden days with like the And shined it in my face. And I couldn't see anything. I could hear him yelling. And it was the bright light in my face. And I thought I thought to myself, I was done. Right? You're just a child, right? And that's when he yanked me up, right? Because I didn't break. I was just like and I didn't break I didn't break because I was strong. Believe me, I broke down. I would have told you were telling the truth. Yeah, I would have told him what color underwear I was wearing straight up. I mean I would have I would have Told them everything. Who killed Kennedy? The whole nine. I would have gave up everyone. But I didn't have anything to give. I just yeah. kept telling them. I, I bought them next door. Right? I'm crying and shit. The fucking night. It's black. <laughs> the fucking cops. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking my old man's going to go ballistic. He's going to beat the shit out of him. You know what I mean? That's what I'm worried about. I'm like, God damn. You know, I wasn't even thinking of jacking people then. <laughs> so he yanks me up. We go next door. And uh, he has a dude, and then he realized, you know, yeah, he just bought the stuff here. What are you talking about? Dude starts, he feels bad. He should. He starts to feel bad. So what he does is he gets the uh, the, the frosty, the, the like the Slurpee or whatever it is. It's like a icy is what it's called. Mm. It's like a Slurpee, but it's called an icy with the white polar bear. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, red, white, and blue cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gives me a big one, a large one of that. <laughs> he says, here, this is for you. Is no charge. Don't tell your parents. Don't tell your parents. Yeah, yeah. Then you get sued. I never told them. I never. You I, played I, the I, game. I remember I couldn't even enjoy it because I, I was, Aww, I was still walking across the bridge you. in the fucking creek. Motherfucker. And I had my two cards and my Slurpee, man. But I couldn't, I couldn't really enjoy it. I remember That's that trauma. And I love Slurpees and I love Ices, polar bears, like all that shit, red, white, and blue cup. Oh. No, it just just didn't just didn't taste as sweet. No, nope. yeah, I never I never told my because I wasn't really worried about getting you know if you steal you own up to it you stole you jacked you made a move you know what I mean you had balls you took your pinch like a man you didn't rat on your friends <laughs> right you didn't rat on your friends you, you you know it's part of being a man but the fact is I didn't didn't steal anything. So, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know. nothing to admit to. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what was up. And, uh, I just, you know, I just wanted my cards. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's what happens, man. I mean, I'm just telling you what happens in Flint. It, uh, it goes down all the time. Yeah. It's a Flintstone paradise. There you go. That's right. People. It's for you, baby. Yeah. Little films. I need to have a closer. (laughs) So that's what happens. It's uh, it, yeah, it's 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 true shit. It's real shit. I mean, it's uh, this song kind of sums it up. Halo Burger is a uh, burger joint. It's like an institute. You know what I mean? Institute. Yeah, it's 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 a whole experience because the, the what makes the what makes the Halo Burger so so good is uh, it's got olives. What color olives? Olives. Black olives, green olives? I think they're green olives. In the burger? On the burger. 
That's what makes it. Like it's lettuce, tomatoes. The burger is real burger. It's really good. And green olives. Oh, it's the best. I mean, you don't have to get the kid. It's interesting. It's very Mediterranean. It's the shit. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. The green olives, I think, aren't they? I've never really had olives on a burger before. Oh, I like olives on everything now. On, but like it's on a burger. Like, I understand, like, olive tapenade is like a spread, but just on bread. I was looking for this. That looks good. There you go, green. Yep. That's interesting, huh? Straight up. Olives, baby. It's kind of like, um, you know, the vinegary is like a little bit of acid. It's like oh, pickle. Man, it's it's kind of like a replacement of a pickle, I guess. There's a whole bunch of little, like, uh, uh, good places to eat in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, you know, a little. You're missing an S in restaurant. I know, I can't. It's hard to do it when you're looking... Uh, There's a Coney Island in Flint, and then there's another place, a steak and cheese place you can go to. Uh, I think it's called, what is it? Is it Big Ben's or something like that? That been to? And then there's a chicken joint I like called uh, Yaya's Chicken. God damn, that place is good. It's basically, you know, like a rotisserie chicken joint, but it's good, man. You know what I mean? It's really good. I'm trying to see if there's. A there's always yeah, Big John's, Big John's steak and onion, Big Ben's. What the fuck's wrong with me? Oh man, it's the joint. Yeah, I like, and onion. I like it. I like it. So yeah, that's my Flint, Michigan story. You know what I mean? You get warnings. You know what I mean? Ain't no thugs, it's rogues. And uh, let me pot that down. It's just uh, you got to be on your p's and q's out here. Don't get labeled. Don't let these corporations label you either. Mm. Big exciting weekend. Got Mad Max coming out. Thinking about going to go see that. Thinking about taking my son. It's rated R. Rated R. You know what I mean? Is that a good thing? Doesn't matter. It's Mad Max. <laughs> I saw Mad Max with a Road Warrior when it came out. Right? With my old man. Aw. Let, right. let the tradition continue. That's cute. It's rated R. He'll be all right. I know he'll be all right. That's what makes it good. It's like if they watered it down and it was PG... You wouldn't be impressed. No, it would be foo-foo. Foo-foo? Yeah, soft. Mm. It would be soft. You know what I mean? Well, the preview, I mean, or the trailer, well, it didn't look very Straight soft. action. It's already getting like, no, it already got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, really? 100? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything 100%. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on 100%. Really? Yeah. So it's just like, watch it. It's good. Well, it's also relative because it, maybe it hasn't only been reviewed by one person or two uh, people or something. So, you know what I mean? Not enough of a... Like, if you look at some of the older films from, like, the 80s or early 90s and stuff, some of them are really high, like 99 or 100%. Cause, the sample is very low. Yeah. But I, that right there is going to be... It's going to be, it's gonna it's be gonna fantastic. It'll be epic. I'll see it now. Twice easily. Is it being released everywhere? Like, everything? All else? over, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wide. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is this is uh, this is almost. I guess it is. A, I don't know if it's a 
Yeah, I guess it's the start of the summer season. Summer Already? blockbusters. Yeah. I mean, I think it started really was like May 22nd or something. or June. I don't know when it, when, if there's an official date, but basically, yeah. I mean, the, these, these blockbusters are going to start rolling out one after the other. You got Jurassic Park. You got all these crazy oh, movies yeah. coming out. But uh, this one, yeah. This one, I think you asked me last podcast where I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Mad Max, Fury top, Road. Top of the list. This week, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's it. That's all I got for this week, people. I don't know what else you want from me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gave you some facts. Probably gave you some non-facts. Uh, you know, we try to put out two a week. I'm going to try to do a, do really? a one. I'm going to try. I'm going to try, people. I'm going to try. I got a few things I got to get off my chest. You know what I mean? I'll keep you posted on the... What are you looking at? You, you put a lot of emphasis on weird words when you speak. Don't worry. Chest. I'm just keeping it real. That's why you like the crispness. <laughs> Don't be hating on my hat either. I'm not. I like it. I like it. My new Detroit yeah. Tigers hat. Black on black. It looks good. You look good in hats. Hey, man. It's true. It suits you. I like hats. <clears throat> Almost lost my voice there. What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. So yeah, be sure and uh, tune in to mm-hmm. the next podcast and the one after that. But also make sure you do uh, call in. No, make sure you uh, do that and uh, share it. Share it with a friend because ah. that's the only way we can get this. Keep it. Keep it circulating. Keep keep the uh, information moving in this information age. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you want to call in, call in at 424-248-9262. I should have that memorized, but I don't. 424-248-9262 is the, the American Riddle hotline. I got I to gotta, I gotta get a uh, intro. I tried to do it with the music on the background, mm. playing Prince or something like that, but it wasn't sounding right. No? No, you got to be able to run it, streamline it somehow. I haven't had time to figure it out, but I kind of want to leave like a... Uh, have you know something unique that we've talked about on the podcast that we've made fun of, made light of? Hmm. Right now, it just says American Riddle. Very plain, but it is what it is. So yeah, feel free to call in. You know, what I mean, just give a shout out if you want to just say Domino motherfucker. If you want to, you know, uh, speak on a topic or something, leave it and uh, you know just keep it moving. And that's how we get it done here, right, Miriam Tazi? Sounds good. All right, and uh, with that, Domino motherfucker. Riddle.